You are listening to the Inspiring Your Shine podcast, where you will be empowered with the truth to live authentically, abundantly, and on purpose, taking you and your business from surviving to thriving by helping you be authentically you. Hello and welcome to Inspiring Your Shine. This is Rebecca, your personal growth mentor, and today we are going to be talking about how to manage a full-time job or career and your family while you build your business. I bet I got your attention because I imagine most of you who are listening to this podcast are still out there building your business in addition to doing things that are taking care of your bills and family. So the question that I want to answer today is how do you manage it all? When you have all of these responsibilities and life does not stop so that you can build your business, how in the heck do you manage it all? To be honest, it's absolutely impossible to do it all perfectly. And it's a very delicate balance. And often I personally am struggling in at least one area of my life. If one area is going well, there's something else that's suffering. Like you can tell when I'm doing really well and I'm very productive in my business because my house will be very messy. And the times that I'm spending a lot of time organizing and clearing out the clutter at my house, it's usually an indicator that my business is struggling and I'm feeling stuck. So the fact is that there are even times that everything is struggling. And so I'm sure that you've experienced that too. But I'm hoping that through this discussion today, I can share with you some of the things that I've been through and give you some encouragements and some of the things that I've learned Because I have finally gotten to a place where I have learned how to organize my life better and have disciplined myself to do the things that I need to do when I need to do them. And let me tell you, that has not been an easy thing to overcome because by nature, I'm not a disciplined person. I am a high achiever, but I can be all over the place. And discipline is actually in the bottom tier of my personality disposition's strengths. It is the biggest weakness for me. The moment that I feel like I have to do something, I feel resistance and I don't want to do it because I need to stay in a space of motivation and happiness and it needs to feel easy in order for me to want to do it because that's how I like to live my life. But as you know, sometimes you have to do the things that you don't want to do when you don't want to do them and that's what true success means and that's how you get the rewards that you desire. So I have been doing more and more of that in my life. Certainly there have been other times in my life where I achieved great things and I was able to do that too. But what I want to share with you today is some of the lessons that I learned along the way. And I'm hoping that this can help you to save time in your journey so that you can prosper your business and have the freedom that you desire faster. So I have had a full-time career and at least one, if not two, side hustles for over 17 years now. And not only did I have that as I was building my business, but I'm also married. So I have wife duties, been married for 25 years now. And I have three beautiful daughters. And even though my oldest daughter no longer lives in our home and she'll be married in September, she lives in Texas right now. I am no less of a mom to that child that we speak on the phone almost daily and I never stop wondering about her, helping her solve her problems, and 
loving her from afar. So your mothering duties never end, even as your children leave the home. I still have two children at the house. And so, of course, there's always things to do. I became an entrepreneur at about 23 years old when I got into my first network marketing business. And then at 26, I became a business owner. So I came home from working a job when my second daughter was born and I started my own business so that I could have the flexibility to be with my daughter but still bring in the income that our family desperately needed. So I told you at 23, I got into a network marketing company and I was always a dreamer and I was drawn to opportunities not just to make extra cash, which obviously is always needed for our families, right? But I was also searching to do something that felt meaningful in a way that jobs never felt for me. And I wanted to have something that could help me leave a mark on this world. I wanted my life to matter. And maybe you do too. And that's why I'm so passionate about the social selling industry, which is any industry that you're relying on your network to sell your product or service. So that includes network marketing, direct sales, real estate, insurance. So that is kind of what I specialize in. I understand those industries. I understand what it takes to make it in those industries. And I understood even from a young age how beautiful it was that you could get in business for such a small investment and you could stand on the shoulders of these giant corporations and you could build your business. And I wish I could say that I had success from a very early age, but I didn't. But I learned so much through the process. And I always had hope. And I know that it made me a better person. So if you're out there and you've been involved in a company and you haven't become a leader yet, don't worry. You are still benefiting your life, I promise. And hopefully if you continue to listen to me, if we ever work together, I can help you to become that leader that you want to be. So I, I can say that I've always been willing to pay the price. I had a dream and I had different industries that gave me opportunities and I wasn't afraid to put in the work. And I have to say that there were times that I began to give up and I got discouraged. And those big dreams that I had, I, I tried shrinking them. And I tried at times to lead a simple, ordinary life. But to be honest, it just wasn't for me. I could never be happy just going to work and working a job that didn't make a difference in this world because I know that God put something in my heart and possibly God put something in your heart too to make a difference in the lives of others. So that's why I want to talk to you about this today because it is important for us to be able to manage our lives so that we can build our businesses. I don't want you to take as long as it's taken me to get here. So let's get into some of the meat of this. The first point that I want to make about how to manage your life is going to be talking about that dreaming isn't enough. You need to take action, but you don't need to just take action and be busy and thinking about things and training and learning and asking questions and talking to people. You need to be taking action on the right things because it's easy to tell yourself that you're working toward your dreams. But many times we're doing everything but the one thing that will move us forward. Can you agree with that? I actually thought that I'd move past this phase because after being unsuccessful in network marketing for many years, I did become very successful in a direct sale company that eventually went out of business. But during the time that I was with them, I did learn how to overcome and do what I needed to do to earn things and promote and to be successful financially. But just the other day, 
my mentor and I were on a call and she pointed out that I really needed to be doing something that I was avoiding. And that something was that I needed to be marketing my business. I needed to be on social media and posting everywhere I could about my podcast and also about my upcoming webinar, which is going to be called From Dreamer to Achiever. And that is a funnel that will sell my course. So I've been very consistent with putting out my podcast. And of course, my podcast doesn't make me money. It just builds trust with people that I could eventually work with. But I had to recognize and be honest with myself that I truly was avoiding it, even though it was very subconscious. I didn't even realize. I kept telling myself that I wasn't doing anything on social media because I was so busy trying to do these other things that I felt were equally as as important. So you see, it took me a whole year to create my course. And it didn't really need to take a year. If you ever want to build a course, I promise you, I could help you do it much, much faster. But the thing is, it really is good. And I am very proud of it. And I know that it's going to help people to have success. But when I get right down to it, and it's time for me to sell it, I find myself sabotaging my own efforts. And I don't follow through on the things that I'm supposed to follow through on. And I've even had people who wanted to buy my course, and I never followed up with it. There was something inside of me that was unresolved that was revealed to me in another money mindset call when I realized that I still had a fear. And subconsciously, this fear was blocking me from doing the things that I needed to do. And so it had something to do with my beliefs, which I've talked about on this podcast before. So just because I talk about something doesn't mean that I am 100% on it. We are all still going through this journey and Every day is unique as to what it presents into our life and how we handle it, right? So we can think we're over something and it can come up in a different way and we find that we still are struggling. So just like you, I'm still struggling at times. And the thing that happened is I realized that I was playing small with selling my course because I was still afraid that people would think that I'm a joke. And that makes me kind of emotional because... It is a deep fear. And I don't know what your fears are, but this stems for me from just growing up and never feeling like anyone took me seriously and I was very underestimated because I was never at the top of, of anything, although I wanted to be. But I always tried really hard. And I always had such big dreams, much bigger dreams than most people. So it made it even scarier because I felt like I had so much more to prove And so much more to do than average people. So even now I'm realizing that I'm still afraid of what people will think. I'm still afraid that I won't be successful. Even though I truly know on a logical level, I have some really good stuff to offer you. So the thing is, we all have these limiting beliefs that are trying to sabotage our success. And what they're doing is they're keeping us from doing the very thing that we need to be doing that will move us forward. So my biggest problem was that I wasn't taking action in the areas that were going to get me results. I wasn't following up and I wasn't doing my marketing the way that I should. And I was avoiding those things because those were the things that were going to put me at risk for what I was perceiving as a possible failure. Although I know logically that there is no failure, everything we do is an experiment and we can learn from it. 
So I want you to remember that, but it doesn't mean that the battle inside of you isn't real and going on. So I don't know what it is for you that you're avoiding. That maybe you didn't even know on a conscious level that you were avoiding it. But I remember whenever it was time to make phone calls back in my network marketing days, I would get so nervous and scared and avoid it and find every excuse to get out of it. And when it was time for me to book shows, even with the people that wanted to book shows with me, I would find myself resistant to do that and I would have to force myself. And so I just want to encourage you that you will have to overcome yourself and you will have to take those actions in order for you to move forward in your business. And so it's an easy answer to say you need to do the things that you're resistant to do. You need to figure out that one thing that is going to move the needle in your business and that's what you need to focus on doing. So possibly you're like me and you worry too much about what people think of you and sometimes you take it personally when they say no or they don't buy something from you. It feels like a rejection personally. So if you are like me, I just want to encourage you that it's time for us to stop playing small and it's time for us to go out there and live our dreams and we have to take risk and those risks are going to be doing those actions that we need to be doing to get results. So I challenge you to really sit down and think about what are those things that you need to be doing that you haven't been doing. For me, it was the marketing. And so for you, it might be phone calls or meeting people. I just want to encourage you not to hold back any longer because the time is now. You're not a joke. I'm not a joke. People will take us seriously. Not everyone is going to buy what we have to offer, but there are people out there that are waiting for the solutions that we have. So just let's promise together to stop playing small, okay? And this is really hard for me to be vulnerable like this with you guys because I like to come off as this confident, and I am, I am confident, but I want to be the person that has answers for you guys and I don't ever want to seem weak but we're all human and we all have these same feelings and struggles. It's real. Every single one of us. It's not like the people that are making millions of dollars don't have these human experiences either. They do. And they went through them and through them and through them. And that's why they are where they are today. So the next thing that I want to tell you that you will have to do to, to be successful in your business. And then we're going to be talking later on about how to manage your life. But the other thing that you are going to have to do is you're going to have to be consistent. Because I was so good at putting in a ton of action when I was excited or I was working toward a goal. But I wasn't good at continuing to do the day-to-day things that would keep a stream of customers coming through my life or keeping them buying from me again and again all the time. I, I would work and then I would get so burned out, I would do nothing. And maybe you're like that. It's like up and down and up and down. And so if you want to have a steady business and have a steady climb towards success, then you will have to be consistent. And you're going to have to be consistent in the way that you acquire new customers and how you're serving the customers that you've had so that you can be top of mind for them and that they'll refer you to their friends. So you will have to be touching your business every day in order for you to have steady growth. And what's interesting about that is that when you're consistent and you continually have momentum, the hardest part is getting the momentum up. 
So once you're consistent and you make that momentum happen, it's easy to maintain it. But the problem is, is that we want to do a lot and then stop and take a break and then do a lot and stop and take a break. And the smarter people are the ones and the more successful people, frankly, are the ones that are consistent, that they just slow and steady do the work that they need to do, making the contacts that they need to make, meeting the people that they can help. So in order to be consistent, you first need to know your why. A strong why is so important to you staying consistent because the biggest problem that I see, and I know that it was a big problem for me, is that life for me and maybe for you is good. You have a good job that's making good money. You have a nice lifestyle. And so you don't really have to build your business. Sure, the extra money is nice for the extra things that we need, but you don't have to do it. And when you don't have to do it, it's easy not to do it. And so if you are only looking toward tangible things and money to keep you motivated to build your business and to do what you need to do, then it's just not going to be enough. So you definitely need to be in touch with that deeper why. It's called the why that makes you cry. I've talked about it in other podcast episodes, so I won't go into it, but I think you've heard this before. You have to have something from deep within, a reason, a problem that you want to solve in the lives of others that you just can't allow yourself to stop. That even if you weren't getting paid for it, you would want to continue doing it because it matters so much to you. So if you're like me and your life is good, but you really want your life to be great and you want to get to that next level where you have a lot more freedom and choices and a lot more money in your life, then it's going to have to come from that place of why. You're going to have to be very centered with your why. You're going to have to feel so connected to what you have to offer, the way that it can impact the lives of others, that that is what drives you, not the rewards that you get from it. So definitely know your why. Maybe do a writing process and say, what is my why? And just allow yourself to journal through that so that you can reconnect with it. And we should be reconnecting with it regularly. So the next thing that I recommend about consistency is once you've identified that action that you need to be taking, then you need to create a time in your schedule every single day for at least an hour. And then you schedule it in and then you protect that time fiercely. I know you've heard me talk about it before. It's a term from Amy Porterfield called tiger time. It's tiger time because you fiercely protect it. Like literally people need to be bleeding or dying in order for you to not stay committed to your tiger time. And what you're going to do in that tiger time is that one thing that is going to move the needle forward in your business. Most of the time it has something to do with customer acquisition or following up or customer service. So just so you know, this is also known as power hour. I'm sure some of you have heard it called power hour. If you are consistent doing that one thing that's going to move your business forward every single day, I promise you, you will have results. And once you have those results, then again, being consistent is easy. It's easy to keep the momentum going. So it's just forcing yourself to start the habit that's hard and forcing yourself to overcome those things that are trying to keep you from doing it, like what I just shared with you. So it will get easier and you just don't know that because you've never done it long enough. But I promise you it does happen. 
And I have now come to that place where I have been very consistent with a lot of things. The one thing that I was avoiding was my marketing, but now I'm really facing that and I'm recognizing that everything that I've done is in vain if I don't do that last step, that extra measure of the thing that is going to take me from standing right next to success to living the success that I've been working toward and reaping the rewards from my efforts. So once you're committed to taking action, And if you struggle with commitment, then definitely listen to my podcast about commitment. But once you're committed to taking action and you begin to be consistent doing the action in that tiger time that is going to move your business forward, that's it. That's all you really need to be doing to have success in your business. It sounds so silly simple, but it's true. But then... After we are doing those things in our business, we still have to deal with the rest of our life that is potentially at this point falling apart because you've actually kicked your butt enough to be consistent in your business, right? So I know that every single time my business started to do really well, then I would be struggling in my personal life. Like I mentioned earlier, I have been doing this hustle of the working and taking care of my family and another thing, if not two things. And I'm even talking about things that like volunteer things or affiliate type things. I've been doing this for over 17 years now. And I'm very fortunate that I have a lot of flexibility because I do work from home. I can hire in somebody to cover for me and I do have more flexibility possibly than some of you guys that have jobs. But whatever it is that you do, once you get home at night, you begin your work for your home life. So work never ends and your life can truly consume you. That's why it's so important for you to have that protected tiger time where you know exactly what you need to be doing that's going to move your business forward. Because what's interesting is you will take care of all the other little details more naturally like If you have a show booked, you're going to do the things that you need to do to get that done. It is usually the the phone calls and the initial steps that will keep you held back. So once you get home, your home life begins. And I know for me, once I get off work from my day job, then I have to cook dinner. And maybe this happens in your house as well. But if I don't cook, everyone eats cereal. Because no one else will really do the cooking. I've always done all of the cooking. Not only do you have to cook, but you also have to keep the house somewhat clean. At least dishes and laundry and things like that may be done. And I'm happy to say that finally everybody else is doing their own laundry. But I promise you that it's because they got tired of not having socks and underwear when they needed them. But I do think that the only reason that ever started is because they got tired of running out of underwear. And so I also want to mention that it's very possible that you are like me and that you're also the chief financial officer in your house. So if there's an extra expense that comes up, you're the one that has to solve the problem and figure out where the money comes from. And I know for me, because I do have flexibility and I'm not on a set salary for my position, that I do have ability in both of my businesses to make more money and to fill in the gaps of income. And so it's hard sometimes when you're going through bumps in the road financially, it it can really take you out and it can cause a lot of chaos in your life. So I just want to say that maybe you can relate to all of those different stresses and things like that in, in your life might be similar to mine. And I wanted to list out all of those things because a big problem that I've had in my life is that I'm not a good delegator. 
I'm a, a natural creative and I'm not a manager type at all. Like I hate to tell people what to do and I hate even more making sure that they do it. It's just completely not who I am. And so it's much easier for me to just do all the stuff myself. But like I said, we can't truly do it all. And if we are trying to do it all, we're certainly not doing it good or great. And so we need to make sure that we are getting into a place where we are asking people to help us. So I suggest that you make a list of all the things that you do that other people could potentially do that other people could help you with and assign those tasks to them. Now, it may even be more like a wish list because you're going to have to hire somebody to do that for you because maybe your kids are too small and you're a single parent or something like that. But you should at least be aware of what are those things in your life that you don't really have to be doing that somebody else could take care of. And maybe there's even things on that list that you need to delete. Maybe there's things and obligations that you are doing that are not serving you or helping you move forward. They're just another thing that is anchoring you down and keeping you small that you just need to bravely and boldly let them know that you can no longer do that duty and let it go. Because we cannot go where we want to go continuing to do the same things. So we have to do these evaluations. And I'm going to do this too, guys, because I've gotten bad and overwhelmed lately with recognizing when I get busy in my business, nobody else is picking up the slack because they're used to me doing it all. So I just really encourage you to go through that process. Make that list. Figure out who can do other things, what you can delegate, and what you can delete. Now, another thing that can make a big difference in your life to help you to be more successful in your after work life is to take time to plan. So that means taking a little bit of time at night, and this can literally take less than five minutes to just open up a note in your phone or take a piece of paper and think about tomorrow, what are the three important things that I need to do? And of course, one of those three things should be your tiger time. So think about in your tiger time, what are you going to be doing? What could you be doing? And it works really well if you're prepared. Prepare for your tiger time before you have your tiger time. So when you get into the room to do your tiger time, wherever you have decided that you're going to go to work, that you're ready to work, that you don't have to sit down and figure out what you are going to be doing. You already know. So you're ready to execute. This tiger's time Your action time should be a time of execution. It's not a time to just go in there and pretend like you're busy to fool around on email or mess around. It is a time for you to go in there and execute and produce results. So the other thing that I found that I needed to plan were meals. If I don't take the time to plan my meals and what we are going to eat for the week, then that is when we end up eating out and spending a lot of unneeded money, making really bad choices with food because I didn't take time to plan out because sometimes it's just making the decision of what to make for dinner that will completely take me out of the game. One thing that has really made a difference for me is if I were to plan what I'm going to eat for the week, at least five meals for the week, and then what has really made a difference in my life, and I don't know if you have a Kroger around you, but any of the places that you can do your order online and pick it up. And it, yes, you pay $5, but I promise you, your time is worth way more than $5. Your time and stress at the grocery store. 
And the bonus is you will save money by online shopping because you won't be grabbing those things last minute that you see. But what's great about it is if you plan your meals, then you can put exactly what you need in your cart and you have all the ingredients that you need every single week. It makes it so much easier. Definitely take the time to plan. Set an alarm for yourself to for your planning time at night. It will take you time to get in a habit of doing a planning time, but it will change your life. I've been talking to people and talking to people about how they do it, and every single person has brought up this idea of planning, that they plan. So make sure that you're doing that. So another tip that I have for you is the whole idea of killing two birds with one stone. So you're limited on time, right? And more importantly, you are limited on fun and joy and doing the things that you enjoy because when you are busy, it's easy to squeeze out the things that are enjoyable to you. You're just task-oriented. You're doing the things that need to be done. You're surviving through. So what I'm going to recommend to you is what I like to call Killing two birds with one stone or what my friend Corey brought up is kind of like sandwiching tasks that are mundane and you don't really enjoy that are kind of subconscious tasks that you don't really need to be in your conscious mind to do and sandwiching them in between things that you enjoy. So what this can look like is if you don't like folding laundry or doing dishes or sweeping the floor, even vacuuming, just put a podcast in your ear. Turn on an audible book. And while you're doing that task, you can be learning and being inspired and your mind is there instead of on the task that you're doing, which your subconscious mind can completely take care of the chores for you. So no problem on that. And something that my friend Corey said that she does in our real talk with Rebecca and Corey, which I'm going to be doing for at least 12 episodes, we've already talked about balance and body image, self-esteem. So make sure that you catch these episodes. Our next one is going to be coming out on productivity. So make sure you catch that because we talked about some really, really good things. And this was one of a one of the topics that we talked about is this whole idea of cooking for your family. And sometimes that can be such a drudgery. I don't particularly love to cook, but what Corey did is she hated it so much, but she knew that she had to do it, that she chose to sandwich her cooking time by pouring herself a glass of wine that she'd get a joy and turning on Joyce Myers. So she would do that and she created a ritual where when she comes home at five, it's kind of her unwind time where she puts on her apron and she gets her glass of wine and she puts on Joyce Myers and she just enjoys her time cooking. And I know that my friend Tara, she started inviting one of her kids at a time into the kitchen with her each night. One of them has a different assignment and she's turned her cooking time into quality time with her kids. So that is how you kill two birds with one stone. Another tip for you is if you are somebody who has to drive your kids around all the time, then I really hope that you will maybe put a podcast or an audible book in your ear and turn your car into a learning university. It can add up to hours and hours and hours of you educating yourself and inspiring yourself, motivating yourself. Or maybe the chore time and the driving time becomes time for you to catch up with your girlfriends that you haven't talked to on the phone for a while. I know I have so many friends and it's hard for me to have conversations with all of them. So that's the perfect time for me to catch up with people. But also if you are running kids around to activities, which most of you are, then definitely make sure that you have some kind of a mobile office. 
And that means that you have things that you can take with you. And during those downtimes, when you're waiting, you can make that work time. It can be productive time. This could maybe be the time that you are planning what you're going to be doing on your tiger time. Or it can be a perfect time for you to do your tiger time where you're making calls and you know there's this window of time that you have to do that. So try to think about those times in your day where you can fill in the gaps with doing something productive. And one last tip about killing two birds with one stone is I do not really love to exercise, but it's so good for my body and I want to do it. And so as I was getting started, one thing that really helped me is, and I'm still doing it, is listening to podcasts or Audible because it takes my mind off of my voice and my head telling me how much exercise is awful, right? <laughs> like, oh, you just want to stop. You're so tired. Isn't this awful? So those are the voices that are going through my head when I exercise. So when I have a podcast or an Audible in my ear, it really helps me to just continue through the workout without having so much resistance. And now I've actually exercised for long enough that I've hit that place where if I don't exercise, I actually miss it. So that really does happen. It's a really cool thing. So I completely recommend that you try doing that. And there's one last thing that I want to share with you, but even though I'm talking about this last, it's actually one of the most important things. It's actually, I would say, it's one of the hardest things to balance when you're building a business on the side of a full-time job or career plus your family. And that is that you are likely not taking good care of you. When things get busy, you are the one that you neglect. I know that that is 100% true for me. When something's got to give, I'm the one that takes the hits. So the thing is, even though I'm talking about this last, it is so important. It's even more important than you being consistent or taking action in your business. Because if you are not taking care of you, you can't shine. And if you can't shine, you can't make anyone else shine either, including your family. So I want to challenge you to really have an honest talk with yourself and ask yourself what it is that you need that you're not giving yourself. What physical needs do you have that you've been denying yourself? Is it that you need a haircut or need to buy some new makeup or face cream? Has it been a long time since you've shopped for yourself and bought yourself anything? Do you need a new pair of shoes instead of wearing the same old ratty pair all the time? And I know that some of that costs money, but you should have a budget for you because you matter too. And you matter the most as many times as the mother of the house or even the father of the house. You guys are the heads of the houses. And so you need to make sure that you're taking care of you. So maybe it's that you need more sleep and maybe you just need to remind yourself to eat more consistently because you forget to eat and then you get a headache and you feel sick and you finally eat and you make a bad choice because you're so hungry. So it's going to take you planning ahead a little bit to take care of you. Or maybe it's that you need to schedule in some girlfriend time and literally schedule time on the calendar for you and label it me time. So important. You have to do tasks that you enjoy that will renew you and fill you up. I know for me, one of the things that I love to do is shop. And I can't always spend as much money as I would like to, 
but it's very renewing to me just to walk around and look and wonder. I can even enjoy myself in the thrift store or Hobby Lobby. Or maybe it's taking a bath or giving yourself some spa treatments at home. And sometimes for me, it's even just browsing on Pinterest, thinking about my next decoration project around my house. And just that dream building and planning is really renewing to me. So think about what that is for you. What is that task that makes you feel relaxed and in flow that you could do it all day and enjoy it? And make sure that you're giving that to yourself. Because if you don't stay in an empowered state when you're trying to serve people, it's not going to work because you can't give from an empty cup. So it's time for you to start filling up so you can really pour out the best of yourself instead of what's left of yourself. When you do this, you're going to have better results in all the areas of your life. And I can tell you that when I am really taking care of myself, my life hums along at such a better pace because I'm happier and I'm enjoying life. And so many of us struggle to be happy because we've allowed ourselves to be so completely empty. And you can't be empty and serve the world. It just doesn't work. So to end, I want to remind you to stay connected to the source of your power, which is God. And if you have not been praying or filling up with his truth, it's time for you to get in the word and renew your spirit. Because if you are spiritually disconnected, you will have zero joy. The fruits of the spirit come from spending time and abiding with the spirit of God. So get in the word, turn on praise music, Because you want the fruits of that spirit, which are love and joy and kindness and gentleness and patience. And once you fill up and drink from the cup that God gives you, then you will have everything that you need to be the person that you want to be, to give to the world and make a difference, and still make your dreams come true. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for going deep with me and allowing me to be vulnerable in a way that I never have publicly. So thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this, please share it with a friend that you know can benefit. If you've never left me a review on iTunes, that is so important for other people to see that people enjoy this podcast. It's the only evidence that they can see. So if you would leave me a review on iTunes, I personally will read every single one and respond to you in some way. If I can connect with you, I will. And I I appreciate you. So thanks so much for listening. Shine bright and make a difference.